Today's episode is sponsored by Lead Pages, an easy drag and drop model to create unlimited mini sites or landing pages for just about anything, including social media campaigns or single property sites. Stop wasting time on clunky websites and try Lead Pages today. For a 14 day free trial, you can visit reraw.com forward slash lead pages. Again, that's reraw.com forward slash lead pages. Looking to take you and your real estate business to the next level? You're in the right place. Laying foundations for real estate success? This is the No Fluff, No BS podcast about real estate for real estate agents and other industry professionals looking to up their game. Unfiltered short form sales meetings, interviews with agents from every walk of life, and ramble sessions about everything real estate. Welcome to a new mindset. You are listening to Reraw. And now, introducing your host, James Hoff. Well, here we go on another Monday weekly Reraw sales meeting, short form, 20 minutes or less. We're on the clock. We're going to get right down to business. So, as we've done for the last week or so, we are going to start off by talking about your previous week. How did last week go? Let's talk about it. Let's think about it because I can't really hear you if you're talking back to me. But as always, I can feel your presence. So I just want to feel that energy. I want you to take a minute, reflect on your previous week. What kind of action steps did you take? What type of plan did you have that was trackable and measurable? And did you stick to it? Look at where you can improve. If you got off track, it's just it's just been a week. It's okay. So take a moment and refocus, make a new plan. Look at how you're going to execute it. Look at how you're going to do things differently with higher levels of intensity and intention, intentional action to on purpose, get things done. Notice where you can improve and get back on track. Today, we are talking all about distractions. We're going to talk about how to avoid them. And, you know, let's just be honest. I mean, sometimes distractions are unavoidable. So how do we refocus when uh, when we can't sidestep them, when they ultimately do get the best of us? There's a few different types of distractions. The first, I'd, I'd call it a physical distraction. It's when you get uh, a phone call or, you know, maybe another agent walks into your office or social media can be a huge distraction. Emails, it can actually be a big distraction. Engaging in other parts of your business that you have scheduled to work on later. Um, you know, that personal derailment where you choose to physically shift what you're doing. Then there's mental distraction. I think this is a big one and it kind of ties in with the third one, but it's it, it deserves to be separated. Mental's more like the the daydreaming or the the commiserating on maybe a lost deal or 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 thinking about all the things that you could have done better and really getting yourself down. So when we talk about reflecting, for example, on your weekly your weekly plans, instead of looking at that as an opportunity for growth and development and, and self-analysis and, and reflection, instead you, you go down that rabbit hole of, oh, well, if I did this, then I could have been here and, and now I'm not there. And then look, because I'm not there, this is what's happening in my life. And you just ultimately end up in this really dark place. So mental Mental is almost learning how to get out of your own way. So there's mental distractions where we get we get stuck in these these moments in our own brain, thinking about the woulda, coulda, shouldas instead of taking that opportunity to self reflect and and get out of that 
get out of that daydreaming. You know, think about the the person that you are working hard to be and start acting like them, but stop daydreaming about what life is going to be like. Just get busy making life like that, if that makes sense. So, you know, that's your mental distractions. And then the third one, like I said, kind of ties into the second one. It's emotional distractions. Emotional can can also be very mental, but these are the things that kind of throw us off, right? They they, they throw our heart in a wrench. Sometimes we, we have angry clients and they just treat us poorly and it makes us feel terrible uh, and it makes us sad. It changes our emotional state. You might have a an argument with your spouse or significant other. Maybe you lost a deal and you're you're kind of upset about it and, and you feel like you shouldn't have lost it and you kind of got screwed over or stabbed in the back or maybe a family member decided to use somebody different because you didn't step up to the plate enough but you're upset uh you know general stress of the business that that could be a big emotional one are you are you financially stressed are you just stressed out because you've got a lot on your plate trying to run and operate this real estate business so these are some of the the types of distractions that you can have so let's start off with we're going to do three things number one today we're going to talk about how to understand the actual cost of a distraction so what so know what a distraction is actually costing you is probably a better way to put that number two how to ultimately avoid the distraction and number three uh, how to refocus so there's a there's a great blog that i read it's a it's on a, a website called or a a blog, I should say, called I Done This. And um, they wrote an article, this is way back in 2015, but called Distractions at Work. And I really like it. They talk very specifically about how distractions uh, and interruptions actually cost you up to 25 minutes. So when you get thrown off your game and, and you have a distraction or an interruption in your day, whether it's self-inflicted or not, it could take you up to 25 minutes to refocus. Their exact time for that that they've allocated is 23 minutes and 15 seconds. I've read other articles and studies that suggest that that it takes about 22 minutes to refocus your attention. So let me give you the full benefit of the doubt. And let's just say that the true cost of a distraction is 22 minutes plus whatever time you were actually distracted by. So I done this actually uh, has their equation. It says the true cost of a distraction is the length of the distraction plus 23 minutes and 15 seconds equals the true length of distraction. Now, the next equation that you need to figure out is how many distractions do you have in a day and how much time are distractions actually costing you? If you get thrown off your game, let's like I said, I'll give you the benefit of the doubt and pretend that you know we're all the best of the best and we're we're gonna get back to our attention in 22 minutes, right? So we'll forget the 23:15 or the or the 25 minutes that it might take to get refocused based on other articles. But let's do the 22 minutes, right? Multiply that by I don't know what do you have six distractions in a day? There's got to be even more than that. But if I'm being really nice, you only got six distractions in a day. But think about that. Six distractions in a day cost you over two hours of time, just spending time trying to get refocused, right, and get back on track. And that's assuming that during that time that we're trying to refocus, there's nothing else that comes in and interrupts and distracts us. So the second thing, so that's the true cost of a distraction. Think about that for a moment. Now, as you're thinking about it, let's go into number two. How do you how do you avoid distractions? I, I mean, let's let's just be honest about it, right? Like if there's if there's one thing that happens more in a day than anything else, it's probably distractions. It's curveballs getting thrown at us from every freaking direction trying to throw us off our game and take us away from the money-making activities that we should ultimately be able to focus on. 
Are you not hitting your goals because you're spending more time on the distractions? You know, some of you actually might welcome the distraction. And that's the scary part. A lot of times we actually, we, we pretend that we're working hard to stay out of the distraction when in reality, the second somebody walks into our office, we go, oh my gosh, thank God somebody came in and finally saved me. I, I get to take a minute and breathe. Yeah, I've been so stressed. Thanks for, for talking. Sure, I've got a couple of minutes. Before you know it, it's two hours gone in your day, right? So how do you avoid these distractions? How do you step away from them and, and keep them, you know, lower the chances rather that, that you are going to get derailed and distracted? So here's a few suggestions for you. Number one, time block, but protect the time that you block. You know, I'm a list person, so I like to make lists, all right? So I, this year, uh, and, and actually last year, but this year I've really done a much better job implementing this. I've made my list, and then what I do is, because, I, because I'm a total list person, I, I'm not the guy that just does time blocking religiously, so what I've done is, is married the two together. I take the, the list, and then I block out time to accomplish specific items on that list. So I guess I've kind of become the time blocker, but I don't have an all-encompassing time block and gotten rid of the list altogether. That's not what I do. But when I time block something and I give myself a very designated specific time that I'm doing certain tasks, I have to protect that time. So you time block, you have your lists, you schedule your power hour. So maybe you time block that power hour, right? That power hour might be like where you cold call or it could be like that dedicated time that you very specifically are accomplishing an intentional and aggressive action to lead generate. Schedule time to be in your zone. You know, this is time that I am not interrupted. Shut down your email, shut down your phone calls, shut down everything. You know, when I'm, when I'm recording these podcasts, one of the things that I have to do can you imagine if I is block it out? I have to protect the time. Can you imagine if my phone was just ringing in the background and you periodically heard you heard this in in there where I'm where I'm can you hear it? You know, I'm just typing away. That'd be awful. It would be awful, right? And I would get derailed all the time. I can't have that in the background. So I shut it down. The phone goes on airplane mode. I make note that I am not available to anybody during this time. If there's an emergency, call 911 and then, you know, and then come and get me at the office or send me an email and a note or something in whatever device and, and application I open first, I'm back on it, right? And I'll know. But you have to shut down the distractions sometimes in order to avoid. Now, the other way you can do this is to make sure that you're planning for your breaks, Sometimes we, we get immersed in, in business and we, we forget to take them. And that's actually in many ways a blessing. But there are days where, you know, you're itching for that break. So schedule your breaks into your day so that you know when you can go have that, that mental playtime to go, you know, go talk to your friend, go read a book, go listen to some music, go do whatever, right? But then the other thing, and this one's key, because you ever get those agents that just come walking into your office because they showed up at the brokerage to just freaking feel busy, but they're not really there to do anything. Well, then here's here's a big one. And in this, this aside from having your list and blocking time and scheduling that stuff, this is probably one of the biggest things that you can do to avoid distractions is control your environment. Control your environment. I operate out of more than one space. So when I'm doing my real estate activities, I have an office at the brokerage. When I'm doing the podcast activities, I have another office that, I, that is away from the brokerage that I spend my time in a quiet space that I have my studio set up to record and that is just what I do. 
And sure, I can do real estate stuff out of there, but I'm very specific with the actions that I'm taking there. When I go down to the brokerage, I'm expecting more distractions because there's more agents there. We're not all working the same plan, right? So it means that to control that environment, I may have to shut the door. I may have to put the sign on that says, do not disturb prospecting in progress. Do not disturb team meeting. If door is closed, keep walking. You have to protect your time. If you don't, then it says that you care more about something else than you care about your business in that moment. And that's okay. We all do that. But acknowledge it, accept it, own it, right? Take responsibility for that and then take action to fix and correct. So then, you know, if it, if it really takes 22 to 25 minutes to refocus after an interruption, how can we possibly change that? Here's what I found. You can plan on you can plan your day and help yourself avoid distractions, but distractions are inevitable. They will happen and some of them are just unavoidable. And when they do happen, you have to be able to get back into your focus as quickly as possible. So what I found is, if you ever watched that game uh, the game, have you ever watched uh, this movie with Kevin Costner called For Love of the Game? Every time before he goes to pitch, you know, you hear the crowd and it's really loud and you hear all these people going, you suck and like all this stuff, right? And he says in his head, clear the mechanism. And then the camera focuses in on this like laser focus that's just him, the batter and the catcher. And that's it, right? He gets rid of all the distractions. So what you can do is clear clear your brain, right? Have have some very specific things that are planned out that help you refocus. So for me, I know that if I do get distracted, one of the ways that I can bring my focus and attention back is not just shutting that door and telling people, thanks, I got to get back to work. But I have an app on my phone. This is one of my favorites. It's called Relax Melodies. It's an iPhone app. So sorry if your Android users can't get it. But it's called Relax Melodies. You can download it. It's got like 50 or 100 different sounds that you can use and and mix together so you can have like the campfire with the street noise and the rain and the wind and the oceans and the wind chimes and the zen music and the you know whatever all going on at the same time but you can customize the sounds to help you and I've found a couple of tunes on there that I actually got from when I was trying to soothe my children it's, it's kind of a white noise app I found it looking for white noise um but I found them so relaxing that it actually helped me almost meditate and kind of get back into a mental place where I could like it would bring me it would bring me down from any disruption outside and like let me get back into that zone in my head. So now what I've done is I've got I've got a plan to refocus. So I really encourage you to, to think about and to focus on what things you have at your at your disposal what things impact you in your life how is it when you get sidetracked or mentally derailed or you get really angry about something how do you bring that blood pressure down how do you how do you um what do i want to say how do you harness it harness is the word i was looking for how do you harness that adrenaline and and focus it into something productive Here's a few other ideas. There's times when I like to get out and take a walk around the building. If I had a really angry phone call or a very aggressive or hostile phone call come in from somebody else, sometimes I need to get some of that energy out. So I have to listen to loud, aggressive rock music while I'm walking around the building or do some push-ups or physical exercise or, or focus on some deep breathing, you know? Ah, you know, just get that, just that deep breathing and get it out and really focus, count your breaths, do all that stuff, right? 
frequent breaks between activities. So when you do really aggressive activities, go in 20 or 30 minute spurts and then take a two minute break and then get back to it, right? Very specific, uh, you know, finish the task, take a quick break, focus on the next task, really plan your time and attention so that you know I'm going to be working hard and uninterrupted for this amount of time. And if somebody needs me, they can catch me in this window between activities. So you plan for those breaks. Actually plan time to, to do your emails. Plan time to, to go on social media. Plan time to take phone calls and make phone calls. Plan time for that. But have a plan in place so when distractions do happen, you can learn to focus your attention in less than 22 minutes. I'm not saying that I'm some kind of prodigy and that I've done it perfectly, but I will tell you, when I take a moment and, and do that self-analysis and really have a few things in place, I feel in my own personal and self-study that it's helped me get back in tune in much less time. This has been another re-raw weekly sales meeting in 20 minutes or less the most efficient sales meetings on the market thank you for caring enough about you and your business to be here i hope you get out there this week kick some butt have some fun and get it done remember something real agents work and you need to be one of them hey everyone as you probably already know listing leads are the crown jewel for agents there's an old saying that says those who hold the listings have everyone else working for them, hence why listing leads are so valuable. But the acquisition cost for a listing lead is far more expensive than a potential buyer, and sadly, these leads are rarely exclusive to just one agent. Fortunately, Offers.com has all of us covered. I personally use them to target likely to list homes, and what's best is that my territory and the leads in it are mine exclusively. Offers.com is leading the way in predictive analytics for real estate. Not only do they verify high-quality leads, but they have exceptional tools to help you with your follow-up and nurturing by providing you things like market reports or hand-addressed letters that can also be sent to your prospects, to name just a couple. The strategic approach Offers.com has to identifying prospective home sellers takes a lot of the guesswork out of who you should be targeting for your next listing. If you're looking for listing leads and you're tired of paying for a shared lead, contact Offers.com today and see what they're all about. You can actually set up a demo with my personal rep by visiting www.reraw.com forward slash O-F-F-R-S. That's www.reraw.com forward slash offers. One last time, that's reraw.com forward slash O-F-F-R-S.